Check, check, check. What's up, everybody? Welcome into Pace the Nation. Broadcasting back here at Studio 1A in downtown Arlington, Virginia. The heart of all things, the heart of the universe, of course, that is Clarendon. I'm your host, Chris Farley, back again for episode 240 of Pace the Nation. A big show to get to today. Alongside me, I've got one co-host in studio per usual and another co-host remotely. My co-host in studio, my wife, Julie Cully. Julie, what's up? Hey, I want to go back in time <laughs> to last week's podcast and like redo the last seven days. Maybe we can get to that in the show today. Yeah, we, we, yeah that is not a bad idea. I, I, Docs doesn't even know what we're talking about, uh, but we'll, we will get into that. Let's bring in the aforementioned William E. Docs. Docs, what's up? Julie Carter. Uh, showed us a great tweet that says the disturbing lack of time travelers arriving to stop 2020 happening suggests that we never actually invent it. Uh, so I'm sorry to say, I don't think we can go back seven days. No. Otherwise, 2020 <laughs> no. wouldn't be such a debacle. Mm. Car- Thank you, loyal listener, uh, my cousin Carter. Who is uh, Thanks, Carter. You're good, killing us. Good family friend, but he is killing us. Um, so, uh, Doc's big show to get into, and we got to get to it because we all have hard outs. Um, and uh, I hope that you know people have been enjoying our pace the nation uh, quarantine shows. Is anybody anybody listening here? Anybody listening to these shows these Hello. days? Anybody? Uh, because, uh, you know, I know that it's been a lot of work for, for you and, and all of us to, to make it happen. But uh, we do thank the listeners who are, are listening. I just kind of a side, I say that as a sidebar because we've got a hard out. So uh, I want to get to all the important topics we've got today. Um, on today's program, really excited to have uh, a friend of ours. Uh, he owns Philadelphia Runner up in Philly. He's got four stores up there. Uh, Ross Martinson's going to join us on today's program. His downtown store was looted about a month ago. Um, you know, so they were on, on the heels of, you know, the coronavirus closures right before they're about to open. His store was looted. And, uh, so I'm just, we're just going to check in on him, see what's happening up in Philly. Uh, Ross is a big time runner involved in the Philly marathon, uh, and a lot of other things in Philly. Uh, speaking of marathons, we're going to talk about the New York City Marathon. Uh, that was uh, officially canceled this week and a lot of fallout from that. So we're going to discuss that. Uh, and then there was uh, a, I, I don't know how to describe it. Julie kind of alluded to this, but we had a situation, uh, a, a really rough situation at the Farley household we want to talk about. Uh, finally, we'll end the, end the show on a uh, up, upbeat note. Uh, Docs was on a uh, well-known podcast, or he, he was mentioned in a well-known podcast this past week. Uh, we, we referenced uh, Tyson Apostle last week, and uh, there was some follow-up to that that we've got to cover, and I've got an audio clip that I want to pay, play for you guys. Dude, nothing gets by you. 
Nothing. I find everything. I've got web crawlers and people out there finding everything what for me. What the heck? Uh, so, uh, before we get to Ross, though, guys, um, I have to admit, if my energy level is low, I'm, I'm exhausted. Um, and I know Julie's exhausted of this contest that we have. Now, everybody knows who've listened to this show a long time, Docs and I are part of Kai Shai, the, uh, the famous maybe infamous Kai Shai, the track team, cross-country teams, uh, fake fraternity that's turned into a real fraternity uh, at the University of Virginia. Uh, so all these Kai Shai members have, have competed in June in a fitness challenge. Uh, it started as a fun you know, challenge where you get points for doing a run, you get points for doing some sit-ups and push-ups and pull-ups and burpees and all these things. There was a nice spreadsheet. You'd log your your data in every day uh, just to hold each other accountable. You're making it sound so fun. Yeah, it was <laughs> supposed to be fun. Well, it's 12 guys, and it's turned into like a cutthroat contest that a bunch of 40-year-old guys are doing push-ups every spare moment of the day that they have to try to beat the other team. And, and I'm literally, at this point, I'm so exhausted, but I'm literally hiding from my wife to do push-ups because she's so tired. And I'm sure everybody else's significant others are tired of it too. They are. Yeah, yeah. We, we talked about that uh, last Friday on our Zoom call um, where uh, guys were saying like the wives are now sharing pictures of their husbands like doing push-ups uh, during family time or, you know, like playing a board game and then all of a sudden uh, a plank breaks out cranking out some push-ups. Yeah, there, there has been more eye rolling in, in the month of June uh, than previous months. Can, can I just say like th- this thing started out, it was a, you know, when when we started getting in lockdown, one of our friends uh, said, okay, here's here's a an individual fitness challenge for the month of March. Or, or maybe we started in April, actually. Yeah. So it was a, the, the month of April. It was a quarantine fitness challenge. Yeah, just to make sure that since people aren't getting out of the house, and he lived in New York City where they really were locked down. And so it was, it was a, an attempt to try to make sure that, uh, you know, our fitness didn't get away from us. And it was individual for April. And then we said, okay, you know, that was fun. People were doing it. So let's make it individual for May. And then we said, hey, let's change things up and, and, and uh, make this a team competition in June. Once it became a team competition, that those competitive juices like all kicked in for everybody. And the numbers that everybody's putting up in June are 10 times as big as anything anybody was putting up in April and May. It's crazy. Have you worked out this hard in, in your post-collegiate lifetime? Post-collegiately, yes, uh, because it's been a long, long time that I've been post-collegiate, <laughs> and I've, I did do some races and stuff like that. Right. But lately, lately, no. And even, even for me, like my motivation for, for whatever reason to do this as an individual for the spreadsheet wasn't really doing it for me. Seeing my numbers and contributing to a team score is like has it's changed. I like I have changed and I feel different like as much as I'm working out. It's crazy. Now Julie's over here shaking her head. Um Docs, I want to hear her. Too bad. <laughs> no, here's why I'm shaking my head because the way that this competition was designed 
was not to place emphasis on running. So you can run a ton of miles and get very, very, very few points. Yeah. So in our household, the running, which would be, you know, the piece that you're getting the least amount of points for is is still staying as just as high a priority. We're just tacking on more and yes. more and more time. So I'm like, why don't we just cut back on the run, <laughs> do more push-ups and sit-ups, like let, let's have a winning attitude towards this challenge. And I've been met with resistance, She, she texts me on the run today and she's like, you have to, you have to stop doing eight miles you have to no i said you need to listen to your body you got to scale back it took him almost two hours to run eight miles today because he was so tired well because i'm doing push-ups and planks and sit-ups for the rest of the 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 downtime in my life at this point it's just become it's 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 all consuming because i don't want to lose docs and i are on opposite teams i don't want to lose to docs and i believe that docs i believe that docs has it was behind de-emphasizing the running. So we get one point per mile. No, we get one point wrong. for 25 sit-ups. I could do 25 sit-ups. I could do. I could get eight points in an hour run, and that's going in a good clip. Okay. Or I could do a 15 minutes of planks or, or, or something and get 20 points. It's crazy how the scoring system the, has been, you know, made. The reason why... The reason why you're losing is 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 because both of you guys have such negative attitudes right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> my team is losing. It's team orange and team blue. My team is losing and it's not looking good. It's fine. It's fine. But uh, it's it's better for this it's better for the show if my team wins. I'm glad <laughs> you brought up that we're on opposite sides because it's a very important element for the Pace Nation audience. Here's here's another little tidbit for you. Uh, just just this has been explained to Farley, but I know that he doesn't read anything, so <laughs> this probably didn't make it way, make it make its way back to Julie. Um, I helped. I was I was not in charge of the scoring, but I I helped uh, analyze the data and I made a few suggestions for for the scoring. And it was a former co-host Joanna E. Russo's cousin mm-hmm. uh, who 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 did generate the scoring. And what we did was we looked at the numbers that people were putting up on the daily in April and in May and said, okay, well, people will just do their typical workouts. Let's weight things accordingly. And what's happened is people that were doing 50 push-ups a day are now doing 250 push-ups a day. So it's it's not that uh, we lowered the emphasis on running. It's that people just went crazy on all of the non-running activities. Yes, and that I, 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 but I want you to, I want you to come clean. Did you or did you not contribute to de-emphasizing the running points? No, I, I tried to make. I everything don't believe equal. it. I don't believe it. <laughs> oh no! I don't believe it. <laughs> oh no! All right, let's take a step back here. Let's decide as as a as a pace the nation audience. Are you for Team Farley? Or are you for Team Docs? Oh, that's going to so be this easy. week. Every, I mean, he's, it's tweet be the team show docs. hashtag Team Farley that's or right. hashtag he's gonna Team Docs. He's going to run away with it. He's. I, I don't know why he's like the fan favorite of this show. <laughs> I'm not going to say it irritates me. <laughs> you don't know why? But uh, he's going to uh, be overwhelmingly. I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm like, I don't know how I become the villain of Pace Nation. But he de-emphasized the run because I, out of the I 12 didn't. people, I did the most running out of the 12. I was the number one runner in mileage out of the 12 people. 
Oh, I'm, I'm patting so myself proud. on the this back. This is here. such a proud moment. I'm patting for me. myself on the back. I, I just am irritated that the miles were de-emphasized. I slogged you, you, a two-hour, eight-mile run today. <laughs> I did. A two-hour. Oh, that's okay. a that's a long time to be running. Yes. So, he, but you know, we we have bike riding on there too because some people can't can't right. run every day. Biking also is is uh, not valued enough, and and if you came to some of these uh, Zoom calls that we have, uh, weekly Zoom calls with your with your real friends, uh, <laughs> you would know that that we've talked about this over and over and over again. I, I You're can't not listening to what I'm saying. I, I cannot continue to ignore hear. my family and work out, and then ignore my family for these Zoom calls. I can't do it. <laughs> Something's got to give. Calls, the kids should already be in bed for the Zoom calls, but this is, you know, we'll table this discussion. I'm, I'm uh, irritable. I'm tired. Uh, we got to get to Ross. Wow. Yeah, wow. I'm sorry. Yeah. We're having a moment here, guys. I also <laughs> want to throw a third, third element to this. You can also hashtag Cully if you feel bad for me having to be a part of this challenge. <laughs> hashtag Cully. And this argument. She might win it. Maybe... Maybe Julie, you can explain to this like what what's what's the hate on you know your husbands are are getting in shape they're they're losing those dad bods what's the hate <laughs> I it's it's not hate docs it's not hate for him improving his quality of health it, it is not it's the uh, it's the nonstop texting that's going on too, where his head is buried, <laughs> buried in his phone even more than normal, which is saying a lot. Um, that so is, yeah, that it is. is nonstop banter from you guys, and I've seen some of it. It is hilarious. Hey, I have to give you guys not credit. Not for me. Um, not for me. He's on. He's on a blue team thread. Oh, I, it's his I, blue team thread. You're right. Blue team You're right. Yep. The blue team goes all nonstop. Right. So, all right, it is a lot. It is a lot. Uh, I, all I can say is, thank God, June is almost over. Um, I, I know. I, I know. I, I, I want to get back to, to to normal life. Well, tweet July, it. July first, we eat entire sheet cakes by ourselves <laughs> and drink beer constantly. <laughs> all right, tweet us at Pace Nation. What team are you on? Team Docs, Team Farley. Hey, I like it. Throwing We're Team, team Cully. Team Cully. Are you listening? Hey, listen. Are you out there listening? <laughs> Hello. Right, tweet us at Pace Nation. I'm sorry. I'm irritable. All right, let's switch gears here. <laughs> Let's switch gears here. Really excited uh, to be joined by a friend of ours. Uh, he's the owner of Philadelphia Runner. Uh, they've got a great shop up there in Philadelphia. They do a lot with the community there. They're involved in all the races that Philly. Philly puts on some great races. Uh, and I know Ross is really involved in, in a lot of those races. Owner of Philly Runner, Ross Martinson, joins us next here on Pace the Nation. All right, welcome back to the program. And now, Docs and Julie, we're excited to be joined on by a good friend of ours. He's the owner of Philadelphia Runner from Philly. It's Ross Martinson. Ross, how are you? Hey, guys. I'm doing good. Good, man. Good to hear that you're doing well. Good to hear that you're doing well. It's been a tough, um, man, it's been a tough few months. You never want to hear anybody call in and say they're doing bad. (laughs) Right, right, right. We don't want you to be honest right from the start. (laughs) (laughs) We'll get into that stuff. Um, Farley would. I would. would. (laughs) Yeah, things suck. Uh, No. Um, No, I'm I'm glad to hear you're doing well. I I wanted to, we were talking right before we had you on about the last time we saw you. 
was in Atlanta, and and this podcast has sort of has sort of defined Atlanta, the Olympic trials. Um, you know, watching a, an event with you know thousands of spectators, maybe millions of spectators, as the last like normal thing we've done in life. Would that be the same for you, or have you done some normal things since? That is it. Uh, <laughs> I, I was happy. We I, I have gone out to eat dinner. Uh, you know, uh, the last two Saturdays. And nice. That, kind of feels normal but it also kind of doesn't feel right when uh, right somebody else has a mask on and you don't right it, anyway. it, it is just a bizarre it's a little awkward it is awkward it's a bizarre world we're in right now and i do feel like things are getting somewhat back to normal and hopefully all of our stores will be and we'll get into all that um but yeah. ross we uh we, we had we're having you on to talk about your shops and what happened to your downtown store uh, but before we do that, um, tell us a little bit about Philly Runner. Uh, how long have you How long have you owned the store? How many stores do you have? A little history on Philly Runner. Sure, we are 16 years old, um, and we uh, uh, I have uh, two partners, Brian and I, ran in college together. So kind of similar story to I feel like a lot of other stores. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I'd worked at the Bryn Mawr Running Company before we opened. Um, so we, we initially had partnered with them and, uh, and split off. We are up to five stores. Um, three are open and, uh, we'll be able to open the fourth one tomorrow. Wow. That's great. Getting ready to open the the, uh, mall location. Now I, 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 I gave him credit for four stores. I apologize. Five stores and they're all in the Philly area, right? Yeah. Yep. So three are actually in the city and then two in the, in the suburbs outside. Now, King of Prussia and Glen Mills. Now, now, how long were you? Um, when did you guys have to close down? Um, was it middle of March, or were you able to hang on for like when was the date where you mid, officially closed all? Mid March. Yeah. I should look it up. I think it was the sixteenth. It yeah. was. Uh, I think it was a Monday, and we had on the Saturday before that. I we had like oh we're it's going to be slow. Let's let's cut shifts, and and we were incredibly busy. So mm-hmm. it was like seemed like a uh you, you definitely hit a wall and and like everybody else i think that the our entire city was sort of uh a little oblivious to what exactly was going to happen uh or what we needed to do right and, and and you know i know me and my my staff and kathy and our crew we went through a range of emotions and it was it was obviously terrible i felt like you know we, we've been open for about the same amount of time i felt like wow our Stores are going to be out of business after 16, 17 hard years of work. Um, yeah. What were your emotions like when you guys had to shut down in mid-March? Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I think I both hate the fact that they sort of led you on by a couple of weeks at a time, but also right. it, did, it did give you a little hope. So, you know, I saw an article that sort of described how I think a lot of people felt where initially you're sort of energized and we had just launched our website. So it was like, great, we're going to get a, we can focus on this and, you know, trying to be super positive and really feeling that. Uh, and then, you know, a couple of weeks go by and you you see that energy level drop a little bit. Right. And, uh, um, you know, one of the, the worst days of, of working was calling, uh, calling people about being furloughed. Right. Um, right. And, uh, and, and so a tough, definitely a tough time. Um, you know, I feel in some ways it was lucky it didn't happen to say, five years ago when we when we had some other loans out we were uh we were we were were 
just about debt free yep. <laughs> going into this. Yeah, yeah and I remember yeah. talking. Who I remember talking. You, you, were on, you, you were on fire. I mean, the store was on fire this yeah. year, and so everything was good. So you're right yeah. about that. Um, yeah, we had a we had a phenomenal 2019, yeah. um, and and first quarter was even missing the last two weeks. I think our first quarter was up. So um, really, we're we're we were we were on a good roll, um, and things changed. You know. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so it definitely changed, down. and we're going to get into uh, you know the, the the riots and the looting, obviously, which yeah. really changed things again. But how is the how is the Philadelphia running community responded during the quarantine? Have you know have people been running it's, more than ever? I mean, it seems like that more more than ever. Yeah, absolutely, uh, more than ever. We uh, you know one of the first things we were thinking about when we had closed uh talking to liz our, our um, marketing director about how do we keep people running like all these races are canceled or postponed and we still thought they'd be you know ah, we're gonna have a month of no no events or anything and it's right in the spring in our busy time so we started uh this pr solo campaign where you're you know the initial idea you run a mile see how fast you can run by yourself and then we did a scavenger hunt and and then the weeks went by, and it was like, okay, we, we need more ideas. Like, it was, <laughs> right. it was long. Because, <laughs> like you said, I mean, it was like, yo, know, two weeks, three weeks. You know, yeah, we'll be right. back we in can, business. We can do this and, for a month or two. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, and 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 three months got tough. We actually uh, took a break and then re kicked it off this week. So uh, we've we've got a new set of uh, of challenges, and and it and it had a great response. The, the running community, I mean, I think is really. Uh, banded together and tried to, you know, encourage each other, and um, and and that's been great to see. And then and there's been a ton of new people. I mean, I'm sure you guys see that mm -hmm. uh, uh, opening. You expect your old customers are going to come back, uh, and it's been at least half people that started running during quarantine or hadn't run in a while or couldn't get in the gym, so I started running. Yep. Uh, so we're, we're loving seeing that. That is, yeah, that is super, super exciting. Um, so the race is there. We're, we're, we're going to talk later on in this program about the New York City Marathon obviously being canceled. Um, yeah. You guys, you guys had the, you know, and I know you're heavily involved and, you know, you got three big races, the, the distance run, you've got the marathon, you've got the Broad Street. So what's the status? Obviously, Broad Street would have been this spring. Is, or have they been canceled? Uh, where are we at with all the Philadelphia races? Yeah. At least so the big as, ones. As we stand, Broad Street was moved to mid-October. Okay. Um, I, sh I should know the exact date, yeah. uh, but uh, I don't. Uh, the marathon is mid-November, and as of right now, both of them are still a go. Uh, I would not uh, would not bet on that. Right, right. You know, even having a, maybe the marathon, I, I, I think Broad Street's going to be a tough. It uses the subway heavily, and um, I, I think, I know they've, I know they're exploring other options on how they could do it. Um, but, uh, and, and then I think, I think big cities are just going to have a tough time, mm -hmm. you know, uh, allowing them, even if it kind of looks safe, kind of probably is not a, is probably not good enough. Right. Um, so right. I, I, I think big events are going to, going to have a tough time. I, I've had, uh, injuries, sort of Achilles off and on the last, uh, I'll say 10 years. And I'm finally, I did my Strava, uh, rewarded me for doing my longest run since i've joined strava the other day nice work and uh and i and i i was fully set to run the new jersey marathon oh uh, man so i hope that's right, still hold on, hold, yeah, hey, let's let's uh <laughs> we, we we haven't canceled that 
So, I will still re- yeah. I will register. Nice, fantastic. <laughs> yeah. We're looking for a uh, November, uh, you know, mid November uh, race to, yeah. uh, race there too. And it, you know, it's 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 interesting. I think you're right about these big city uh, events, and and we need to talk to our race director Hillary, um, and I want to bring her on the show at, at a later date, but. I think we got more of a shot with Jersey just because, you know, like I, New York, you know, you're going to have millions of spectators and even Philly. Yeah. It's just you have so many people out there where Jersey, we could control it a little bit more. Yeah. And it just seems more open and they're not, not everybody's not staying in the same place right. or staying in this like, um, you know, which uh, the, the flip side of that is, you know, you think of New York, the marathon's a huge tax weekend for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a huge boon for hotels. Um so on the on the economic side, uh, uh, I don't like thinking about this when I think about <laughs> business going forward in the fall. No, <laughs> but um, yeah, but but uh, yeah, no. I hope I hope it can still go on. I, I think I, I heard somebody was doing a trail race uh, last night or tonight in the just outside of Philly, and I, I think some of the smaller towns and areas, uh, and especially ones that where there wasn't as big of a. a a hit on the virus mm-hmm. um i think we'll start we'll start having races of you know but i think the the 20 30 40 50 000 people races yeah, it's, it's gonna be tough well yeah. i hope we got to get you out there now that your achilles is healed but, up yeah we get you out there so um, well, uh, did you get did you get your uh, you probably talked about this already on your on the show this yeah. uh, this year but did you get your three hours in i have not so i i might i mean i don't know what kind of time you're hoping to run um, but yes. I, you know, Jersey, if Jersey's a go, that might be my spot, but you're, well, you're uh, probably going to run well uh, under, n- under, no, three. I think, I think three hours would be a good, okay. uh, good goal. All right. So All right. We'll it, 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 I'm going to lock you already. into that. Wow. We've, we've just made a match. We have made yeah. a match. Well, I was going to, and uh, now we have to make the race happen. I, I know. Well, for this reason, we got to get Schwelm out there too. And well, so man. we've had Schwelm on the show before and, and I, I've, so we'll have a, Can a we all got a store. yeah yeah um so speaking of of stores here um you were scheduled to open i want to talk about this uh that this terrible um you know it just it's just it's not just a terrible thing that happened to you and your store and everything i mean it's a terrible thing that happened to happened to our country you're you're about ready to open uh, late may and then, uh, you know, the protests and the riots and the loo- looting happened. Um, talk us through what happened to your downtown store. Yeah, so, uh, so neither, neither, you know, we were, I guess, five or six days away from opening. Um, had a couple people working in that store during the day who, uh, the guy who's usually on later had to leave early for a family uh, event. Uh, so they left the store by five thirty, mm-hmm. say, and uh, and got I got a text from one of the guys. He's like, "Hey, I, I made it to my car, okay, but the bank, you know, a couple blocks away has been the windows have been smashed." Um, and that was the first I like. Oh, so you weren't even thinking of it at that that Not, point. No. What, what and, day is this? Uh, what, I feel totally out of touch. Right. But, you know, we're, uh, you know how it is. You're working a lot, and you're of course sort of heads down. And yep. Um, so that was Saturday, the thir- May thirtieth. Okay. And uh, and then. You know, maybe an hour after that, I get a call from the alarm company um, that you know this, the store has been broken into, or or the uh, I'm not even sure what what alarm was set off. Right. Uh, but it was like 
looks like the store is merging into and then so when you um, get that when you get that call are you thinking oh just you know because you probably have theft and maybe some broken over the 16 17 years but yeah we've we've had you know you get the alarm call and you know whoever's closest will go check it out uh i actually called my manager to say hey i'm I'm watching the what's going on on tv i'm like hey it's not safe i like if they call like don't go down it's just you know we asked him to alert the police and you know there's nothing we can nothing you can really do to stop it Mm. at that point uh he happened to be a block away and he's like oh i'll come to i'll I'll go over and look uh and call back and it's like yeah the windows are are out and uh it's it's not going to be good um so i knew knew right away it was it was going to be going to be not a not a good scene and uh um now, do you have cameras that you can see, like, you know, Nest cameras or, or Ring cameras or anything that you can see on your phone or um, so, uh, any of that? Yeah. So, um, we, it's, so the store's been around a long time. It still has a, the, a DVR that the, uh, that the nice. cameras are on. So uh, I couldn't access it at the time. Um, but the, the monitor with the security cameras was smashed. The DVR uh, was actually fine. Mm-hmm um so uh so uh there's video of all the <clears throat> of all the looting i uh uh had watched the beginning for the the break-in and and was like do i really want to see this and I, I i had a moment of like am i gonna see people i know <laughs> right 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 <laughs> uh you know so it's it's uh um i watched a few minutes but it, it's a lot happening and um but it's it was it's crazy. By by the time the sun went down, the, the store was was uh, pretty much totally. Um, every window was. We have a lot of windows at that location, uh, so it was like eight or nine big windows all broken. Um, and uh, there was fire set. So what was left was water damage. Right now they've torn that <coughs> we had to take out the floors, the rugs, everything. So it's it's a show. It's a uh, and. We had a group come. It's a group that started Walls for Justice, uh, which anybody out there should definitely look into. They are like painting the plywood boards and, and making it look a lot nicer. So mm-hmm. uh, we they've done a couple locations, and we reached out to them. Uh, I think we ended up being like their fifth or sixth one. So they came and painted, and they look look so much nicer. Um, but it was good hearing the artists were like, "Oh, the plywood's like a you know a blank canvas," and right. Right. Make this better for the community. I'm like, you know what? That that's one way to look at. Hey, the the store now we have a blank canvas. I'm gonna I'm gonna come down and uh, see what ideas I can take from your stores and uh, <laughs> in our rebuild and and you know make it a better place. And it looks like a total rebuild. We'll tweet out an article from the Philadelphia Inquirer where there's a picture of Ross standing in his store and and dude, it looks like I, I mean, it just looks like mass destruction. I mean, yeah. I, I came down and I was meeting a couple of uh, a, a couple of employees were coming down, thinking we we're going to come down and clean up. And I got there. I oddly had some trouble sleeping that night, so I woke up <laughs> early and uh, and got down there early. You know, at six in the morning, people are still picking through for shoes. Wow! Hey, okay, can you can you guys get out of my store? It's, I mean, so you're literally uh, you go down I, there I, and people I are in and I'm like we're not going to be able to clean up. Right. So um, you go there and people are literally going and just picking out their sizes and and stealing them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, that's so, incredible. I mean, what and, was the poli- was was there a police presence? Like, what? I mean, how do you uh, even handle that? <laughs> uh, we, you know, I initially I picked up a, a fixture and walked into the back. So it was kind of dark, and I'm like, "Hey, can you guys leave?" 
but then I'm like, I should probably put that away. And, right. And, uh, and, and people were not like, they weren't you know, violent. They were they just taking stuff. All. It was just like a free for all, you know, people were just picking through. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, but it was, you know, coming down, like driving down and seeing all the stores and so much glass on the street. I thought it was going to be, I'm like, it's going to be weeks before the city gets cleaned up, let alone mm-hmm. rebuilt. And the, the number of, um, I don't know who started it or I know a few different groups kind of had meetups for, for it, but so many volunteers came out to help clean up and so many people specifically for the store, uh, that by nine o'clock there was no glass on the streets wow. and like I people were coming that I was like, I, I don't have anything for you to do Wow! <laughs> uh, that wanted, that wanted to help. And uh, so it, that was really like one of the, one of the most touching things to see. Um, and uh, uh, so. I mean, is there anything police can do about, I mean, you've got video of people, you, you're walking in your own store and people are just grabbing their sizes. Like they're just picking what size. <laughs> they, I mean, is there anything police do or can do? He, uh, trying to figure out how to politely comment on right, right, uh, right. You know what? I, I mean, the, the, <laughs> don't be I, I, I was like, look, I'm going to need, I'm going to, you know, um, talking to, talking to my wife about this. She's like, well, make sure you got a, uh, you know, a police report for insurance and all this stuff. Uh, so I call, I, I mean, I couldn't get a, uh, could not get a police uh, officer to come. Right. I, I didn't see somebody not, I didn't see somebody on foot until, the end of the day wow i mean that's just how overwhelmed they were with with everything yeah and they they had they had their hands full yeah wow. certainly so so they uh, set fire looters set fire in your um yeah so um yeah which which gives you mixed you know what it's it's uh obviously it's a huge problem i think the um I totally stand with the with the protesters and black lives matter and everything uh and I had some people coming like, oh, the looting was going to be part of it. But there's a, there's 12 stories of apartments above our store and three fires were lit. But, hey, mm. sprinklers, I've, you know, I was joking with the fire marshal, fire detectives had come out. And uh, we have it marked off so that, that we don't put the shoes too high around the sprinklers. But, mm-hmm. you know, we don't always do that. Sure. So I, was joking, I was joking with the guys. Thankfully, they like those shoes have been taken <laughs> so it didn't block the sprinklers uh but yeah we had the video of a guy setting a fire and you see the sprinklers i mean you see the fire get the cardboard apparently burns really quick uh and then you see the sprinklers put it out right away and um so uh, wow that thank yeah. god for that i mean Whoever yeah, invited apartments sprinklers. upstairs wow uh but yeah so um there would have been uh would have been they evacuated the building later that night i think probably after the fire alarms would go off but uh but um yeah so it's a, a crazy wow. crazy time and I'm, I'm super happy nobody was hurt you know wow on any side for anybody right um so what is the uh so so you mentioned three of your five stores are, are opening or are, are open you've got one of your yep. other stores opening today which is super exciting yeah. This, this store that was looted obviously is not open uh, yet. Yeah, what, what's the prognosis <laughs> for that? Uh, we're still trying to figure it out. I mean, it's um, uh, probably September at the earliest, probably October. So yeah. um, wow. it's it's going to be... That uh, is tough, man. Oh, my heart breaks while. for you, man. I mean, that is such so, a great store I, and such a like... 
it's such a beacon yeah. for the Philadelphia running community. That is, yeah, oh. and it's it's been great seeing that community just get behind us, and um, you know that that part's been really incredible and, and really touching. We've had, so we've had um, so we had done this during quarantine, but uh, for now we rerouted those phone calls to go to one of our other stores. And, uh, and occasionally you don't think of that when you answer the phone, you're, you're busy and you're not like, sure, oh, this is which location we're at. So this woman had called and she had, we'd had shoes on hold for, from before the quarantine started <laughs> and, uh, so it's a little older woman and, and she still didn't want to come in. So I'm like, Oh, we can drop them off for you. And then I'm looking on our hold shelf and I don't see them. I'm like, Oh, we don't have, <laughs> right. we, did, we sold our shoes. Or I don't know what right, we're going right. to Sure. And then realized she thought she was calling the downtown store. So I'm like, Oh, we don't have your, you know, your shoes aren't in the store anymore. It's just, what do you mean? I'm like, well, there's, there's no shoes in the yeah, store there's... anymore. <laughs> wow. And she was very, then very understanding. We right, right. Glad she wasn't upset. Um, yeah, yeah, no. Initially, she was like, what do you mean? Yeah. Like she, they, uh, they've been um, looted or burned. Um, yeah, it's hard to, do, hard to explain that. So. Well, um, it sounds like you got a great attitude. I mean, y- y- upbeat. You seem upbeat. Um, maybe maybe your <laughs> wife would say something different. Like, how have you been? Emo- have you been emotionally yeah. through this? I mean, this is your life's work, and uh, literally, you know, going, I, you know, potentially going up in smoke. Sorry, that's a terrible. Uh, what, what do you call that? That's a uh, a pun. No, it's <laughs> a bad pun. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what? I I uh, I I've always you can enjoy life or you can not enjoy life. Yeah. Right? You gotta gotta laugh at things when you can. And uh, definitely a couple drives in that that first week, uh, I got I got my tears out in the car, and then, uh, um, you know, yeah, I'm upbeat for uh, for staff and 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 everyone else and myself. I, yeah. I, you know, it is it is what it is. I mean, it, it's way easier, way easier to rebuild a looted store than fix a uh, virus that's been right. kept us closed for three months. So, I feel like this I can is easier to handle in, in some ways. So what an awesome moment to to like really feel the community come together for you guys, because, you know, you kind of separate the the looting from your your actual community. Right. And um, the people that support you. And I'm sure after, you know, the dust settled, it it really was like a powerful moment, it sounds like. Yeah, it really was. And we had, uh, you know, bringing employees back. We'd had a meeting you know a couple of days before and, and, you know said to staff i'm like hey what we do is really important and you know we help people exercise more and whether it's comfortable shoes or shoes that you want to put on to go exercise whatever the reason uh i think what we do is an important like you know job and and it was great to see that reaffirmed as the running community came out and and uh you know rallied around us and so well, you're a huge part of that running community. I'm really excited. You know, I I spent the night at Ross's house before um, w- one of my one of my best Philadelphia marathons I did. I think um, I ran in the 240s or something like that. Um, yeah. Uh, we had a beer the night before. I think that's the first time I had a beer the night before a run, and I was like, "Wow, that's what was what we did." We went out and had a, had a good beer before the run. just one, yeah. maybe two. <laughs> 
Maybe three. Maybe it was three. Fine. <laughs> Come and clean I, I don't really know why you're talking about yeah. that. You've also run burrow to burrow slamming yeah, that's, beer. That's, so. that's a good point. Um, but I, I do. Love yeah, but that wasn't his best time, Julie. <laughs> no, 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 this yeah. is what I, I think I ran low two forties, and this was like an old Chris Farley, not a you know young spry uh but ross is a big part of the the running community there and and you do do some stuff with the philadelphia marathon i know what what um you do some stuff with the elites what is your role there yeah i'm the the elite coordinator for the philly marathon and broad street got it cool and i'm a little little behind if anybody's listening (laughs) it's expecting a response right right. Uh, but but uh but i will get back to you yeah Um, yeah so it's been it's been fun it's been i've been with the races for like 10 or 11 years now so it's been and and it's all you always have like a really cool like elite slash sub elite um field uh and i got to give you a lot of credit it's you know so anybody who's running under three hours or you know for a woman running under three hours or guy in the 240s it really connect with ross He'll, he'll he'll hook you up and it really is just an awesome experience so i am really hopeful uh that middle of november yeah, I am. or i am too it's usually uh, great weather yeah well, it's, it's, last couple of years been a little weird but but weather's usually great the course is fast so um we benefit from being sort of one of the last ones of the season i think yep uh then i will will jersey to compete with but, uh, <laughs> right 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 just this one year dude just this one how many people, it doesn't matter but i don't i don't know uh, i don't benefit from them having more or less uh, right. people so right um yeah, uh, it's funny. I, you're, you're. I feel like you were one of the first. Uh, we're a little bit. I feel like and maybe we're not young anymore. But right. We were sort of the younger guard with uh, with stores um, at we, some of the meetings over the years. We so. were. We came up so kind of the same because we just had our seventeenth yeah. year anniversary this past week, and you guys are about the same. Yep. Yeah, we're we're right about the time where. Uh, you might be older than us, but we all want to be younger now. So, <laughs> oh, definitely. Well, we're we're, we're so, not. And, uh, I, and I've known Julie longer than you. Is that? Thank true? you for we making worked. that point. Thank really? you. Yeah. What summer of two thousand? Summer of two thousand. Really? Yeah. 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 It was after my freshman years. year of college. We really? Started working camp. Hawk what, Harrier what? Camp, St. Joe's University. It was actually yeah. in Maryland. Yeah. So so Ross, you were a Saint. You, you went to St. Joe's. Is yeah, that, yep. you're so St. Joe's St. Hawks. Uh, is that is that they're they the Haw- the Hawks? Is that right? Yep. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, and and uh, and and so you guys worked a St. Joe's running camp together. Wow, that's yeah. cool. Do you have any the, dirt? The life I'd love to go back. Oh, I know. Seriously, Just we are the old train, guys train now. And drink beer. It, it was fun. <laughs> I know. Any any good stories from Julie? Any dirt? Can you? Uh, I mean, you don't have to tell me on air either. But uh, if there is anything that you can embarrass my, her with, that'd be great. My my memory isn't what it was, but I'm sure I can make something <laughs> right, up. Right. Right. <laughs> I I have no memories of camp. Right. <laughs> There's just like some early morning runs that didn't feel great. Yeah. And yeah. lots of napping and yeah. probably too much eating. Yeah. All right, that man. Was great. Well, uh, great to hear that you, you are running. Um, look forward to catching up with you at the, uh, you know, we'll, 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 yeah. we'll be in contact before. Um, uh, but certainly at the New Jersey Marathon, if if we can try to pull it off, uh, we are going to try to pull it off, obviously, um, because I think, you know, this fall there's going to be a real um, thirst or a, a, a real uh, appetite for uh, marathons. Absolutely. So uh, for, yeah. for for all this, you know, 
DC, Baltimore, Philly, New York area. Um, so we're hopeful that we can, you know, we can make one happen. Yeah, absolutely. Hopefully we can be a part I, of it too. I think we can, uh, I think we'll, I think we'll be able to pull some three hour people together too. Yes. Get, All right. Get a group going. And, yep. um, I know the, the Philly, Philly track club sent a bunch of people, uh, last year, I think. Nice. Um, Nice. All right. So I'm going to hold you to that. I'm going to hold you hold you to that. We'll we'll get a. uh, You you got the race. You got the race to happen. I don't know how many uh, (laughs) how many towns how many townships you run through. It's it's about it's about ten or eleven. Yeah. It's 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 a sticky wicket. But I think there's some things we can potentially do. I'm totally speaking out. Well, those 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 towns are going to be empty, right? So November the beach. Yep. It's going to be. Yep. It's a. It's a different experience than New York. I mean, that's that. That is. I mean, we we are kind of tangenting here, but that is why we have optimism. It's going to be harder for Philly. It's going to be harder for for New York. Um, it's going to be these places where you, you do have uh, you know space to, to run, and maybe you can close roads all day, or you know we're going to have to get creative. But I think we can make it happen. So it'll be great that you're a part of it. Awesome. All right. Well, dude, um, great to catch up. Um, awesome stuff. Uh, keep doing what you're doing. You're such a, uh, a, a, a great part of the hey, Philadelphia we, running community and a, and a great store. We, and um, We steal all our ideas from Pacers. So, uh, <laughs> I know. We, keep cranking we're, we're it out, watch, Chris. We are, we are always watching what you do. Don't worry, dude, don't worry. I, I just stole, uh, I just stole a, a, like a, a rock star employee from Ross. That he's he's actually in in the other room right now. We're 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 recording right next to our clearance store. He's in the other room right now. Good. So any more of those, man, send them my way. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Ross. Appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> we we need yeah. we need them. And uh, so, anyways, all right. Thanks, dude. Best of cool. luck. Uh, Thank we'll you. Ch- we'll check in with you uh, when when your stores back open uh, later this uh, hopefully this summer or fall. Cool. Awesome. Thanks. Great great Thanks, stuff. Guys. Great stuff. That's Ross Martinson. He's one of the owners of Philadelphia Runner. He joined us on Pace the Nation. We're going to take a quick break and be right back after this. All right. Welcome back to the program. And thanks again to Ross Martinson for joining us. He is not on social media, but his store is. It's at Philly Run. So at Philly Run. Um, I know Philly has a uh, near and dear place in your heart, Docs. Um, I, 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 you root for all the Philadelphia teams. Why is that again? Why, why do we always have to have this conversation? Like, like can you, <laughs> because I don't he's from South Jersey. Five seconds? <laughs> I don't remember things. Because you know, and somewhat, there's a method to my madness. I want to revisit it for the audience who hasn't heard you, you know, talk about it. So I like to recap for new listeners. So, or it's my that's my excuse for not remembering. My father is from South Jersey, right over the Ben Franklin Bridge from Philadelphia, so just on the other side of the river. He mm-hmm. rooted for all of the Philly teams, and we lived in Germany. When I started taking an interest in sports, uh, there are no Major League Baseball teams in Germany at that time, uh, so I, I rooted for my father's team because we lived in Germany. When I moved to the, okay. when I moved to the D.C. area, the Northern Virginia area, I had already s- established my roots as a sports fan, and I think mm-hmm. that it is, it is a criminal act— Nothing is 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 more uh, offensive 
than switching teams. You can't switch teams. <laughs> Criminal. I like that. Yeah. I, I'm kind of with you. It's treason. <laughs> it is kind of criminal to switch teams. Yeah. It's really for- fraudulent. Now, now I was living in the D.C. area when the MLS started, so I became a D.C. United fan because I lived here mm-hmm. and I didn't already have roots in the MLS because it didn't exist. So I am a fan of one local team. Okay. So that so for the audience, that's why he roots for all the Philadelphia teams. Also for the audience, I steered away from any sports talk because Docs and Ross would have probably gone for another 30 minutes uh, talking about Philadelphia teams. Yeah, we wouldn't want Docs to have that much time on the mic. That would just be <laughs> way off. I'm trying to marginalize it because I'm, I'm really upset about this fitness contest still. Mm. Well, what you're doing is you're cutting off your nose despite its face. <laughs> <laughs> you're probably right. All right, um, we uh, we touched on this. You know, we don't even need to talk about it at this point. I think um, because we touched so much about the New York City uh, Marathon and its cancelization with with Ross. But uh, officially, yesterday, uh, Wednesday, June twenty fourth, the uh, New York Roadrunners came out and said that the twenty twenty New York City Marathon is canceled due to coronavirus-related health and safety concerns. So, you know, Boston being canceled for September, you know, that was, um, you know, not not surprising. But uh, the race, for the New York City Marathon, one of the, you know, biggest, if not the biggest road races in the world, it was slated for the first Sunday in November, and they've already canceled it. How does that make you guys feel? Well, when we actually saw the numbers, like the number of participants, the number of people who are volunteers, the number of people who travel to New York City, the number of fans, I mean, you're talking about, you know, hundreds of thousands of people mm-hmm. in total, yeah. uh, transcending New York, the hardest hit spot in the U.S. I mean, it makes sense, right? I think all of us were waiting for it to happen. It's sad. I mean, it's, it, but I don't think anyone was surprised. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, I, I feel like it was a sign that we might not be as close as I'd hoped. And I don't know why, you know, I do know why running and, and races for me are that signal. Um, I'm sure there are other signals all around the world or, you know, the country that, that are happening. But when you're telling me, you know, the biggest running event, and, you know, potentially the world that it's slated for November is now being canceled. Um, we might need to uh, strap in and, and be ready for uh, a longer, um, a longer uh, battle with this than I'd, than I'd hoped. Yeah, but I think, you know, marathons are in, a, in that large capacity are fairly uncontrollable, you know, situation. Yeah. Yep. Um, I, I don't think it's going to be the same with other sports that can kind of control the amount of people that are in a stadium or, you know, inside a, um, a playing space. But when you have, you know, just massive fans lining the street, you know, 10 people deep, it's just a recipe for disaster. So unfortunately, what brings us together and what makes us like such a unique and beautiful like road running community 
is that moment where everyone really comes together, but it's also the moment where everybody comes together. Right. And in a pandemic, uh, that's exactly what we're not looking for. So um, I think it'll make 2020, hopefully, if by the end of, I'm sorry, 2021, hopefully by the end of 2021, we'll be able to kind of celebrate, you know, being back out there. But, um, you know, the future is unknown right now. So I think all we can do is is hope and, you know, hope that, you know, eventually a vaccination will come out that will, you know, help curb some of this. Um, the week uh, before last Sunday in October is the Marine Corps Marathon. Uh, they came out on uh, uh, two days ago on their Twitter. Uh, they said that um, every decision we are making in regards to the Marine Corps Marathon weekend schedule is intended to maximize the operational bandwidth required to host the 45th Marine Corps Marathon in Arlington, Virginia on October 25th, said Rick Nealis, director of the Marine Corps Marathon organization. Therefore, the Marine Corps Marathon 10K or any other Marine Corps Marathon activities have been canceled or moved to virtual. So, you know, New York canceled... Uh, their first Sunday in November, Marine Corps last Sunday in October. They're trying to push forward. Um, so, uh, you know, who knows? I'm hopeful, but, um, you know, it's it doesn't bode well since New York was canceled, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm not surprised at all that, that New York is canceled. If you, if you look at the data right now, um, th- there are... You know, in other countries, they have peaked on the curve, and then they're trending down, and we're mm-hmm. we're holding steady. And then in in a few states where they're not taking this very seriously, and 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 open too early, um, you're seeing uh, big spikes in in coronavirus uh, tests. You you know, people that are that are testing positive. You look at this weekend, the the Women's Soccer League was supposed to hold a tournament in Utah, and the Orlando Pride had to back out because they had uh, a bunch of players and and people on the coaching staff that that tested positive. Um, You have Major League Baseball trying to get together, and and five players on my beloved Philadelphia Phillies tested positive, and they're down in Florida. Uh, Mm. Like... Let's be honest, Florida hasn't taken this very seriously. So if if you're New York City and and you already faced I mean they they had the they they took the brunt of this at the beginning and they they literally shut down that city. Uh do you really want to uh bring all of these people in from all over the country and all over the world uh some of whom are coming from areas where they're not taking coronavirus seriously? I think it would be dangerous and irresponsible for the city of New York. I think you bring up some good points, man. Um, I, I'm, 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 I agree with you. I'm hopeful for Marine Corps. I'm hopeful for other events like our New Jersey Marathon. But, um, yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll just have to wait and see. But New York City officially canceled. And that's a race that Docs has done, I've done, Julia signed up for for a couple times. So we know the power of the New York City Marathon. We've broadcasted from there. Um, so it's going to be awesome in 2021. I like that you add in there that Julie's like signed up for it, but <laughs> <laughs> never quite crested the finish line. Injuries prevented. 
Just leave it, leave it up to yeah. people to wonder. Yeah, we could talk about that. On why another, I never showed show. up, Julie. If it makes you feel any better, I signed up for Marine Corps marathon, but I've never run that. <laughs> yeah, we're right go. alongside each other. But <laughs> you've at least run a marathon. That's true. I don't know if I'm ever going to get there. I get, I get hurt after running three miles. Well, maybe you just need to sign up for the Kai Shai Fitness Challenge, and you'll get there. <laughs> I think that is the solution. You no, got that, it. That's the recipe for. We'll do the Kai Shai Wives Fitness Challenge. Yeah, yeah, all right. That's not a bad idea. All right, uh, so some drama in the Farley household. Um, really scary uh, incident that happened. Um, and I'll say everything looks like it's going to be okay. All right, Monday night, uh, our dog, who is a very active uh, German short hair pointer, tons of energy. Um, you know, I've referenced her throughout the five years of this podcast. Um, got out and was hit by a car oh no uh was hit yeah was hit square on by a actually a truck pickup truck a pickup truck as she uh as she raced out of our of our of our front yard and went into the street and pickup truck hits her square on she rolls underneath Mm. the car and there, uh, so she's between the wheels, and fortunately, the pickup truck was high enough off the ground that the undercarriage didn't. She didn't get dragged or hit by the undercarriage, uh, so she came out on the back end. Um, I, I run out in the street. She's screaming, yelping. A very scary moment. Obviously, she's got a a pretty big gash on her on her side, but conscious um and you know i thought at that point i thought we you know we're gonna lose her but um uh so i grab her uh julie immediately uh grabs a a towel uh our neighbors i I feel like there was like 10 people out there it it was such a dramatic moment because you could hear the hit yeah You, you heard her get hit i mean people came running out of their houses did you you guys see it happen I saw it Chris happen. Chris and yep. James saw it happen. Yep. yep. So it was pretty traumatic. But um, so we we uh, grab her. Uh, Julie uh, calls. I think you called nine one one. Yeah, I don't have I don't the animal do. welfare number on <laughs> speed dial. You, I don't know what you do. Thankfully, this, so I called nine one one. You know, the, the, the you call nine one one and you're in a complete state of panic, and they're they're like, write down this phone number. I'm yeah. like, write down a phone number? <laughs> you can't transfer me. Yeah. They're like, no, you need to write down this phone number. <laughs> I was like, holy cow! I got I'd make three phone calls before I got the right person. So uh, fortunately, uh, a nice a few nice neighbors came and uh, you know wrote down the phone number who had their wits about them. I grab her, our other neighbor, he's got no shoes, our neighbor across the street, he's like, jump in the car, he, Julie throws him the keys, so we speed off to the local veterinary hospital here, uh, close by, and uh, I grab her, we run out uh, of the car, um, and there is the, the associate at the desk, he grabs her and runs her in the back, and then we can't get in because of coronavirus, you know, so, which is understandable they take her back uh the vet sees her and um you know i'm pretty frantic but um the vet's like well we we uh we're gonna need to do an ultrasound and some x-rays but 
she, we gave her some pain meds and she's somewhat stable. And she's like, it looks, you know, positive. I'm like, well, okay. Then the power goes off at this place. No. Some sort of transformer. I know. Transformer <laughs> blue, Docs. Yeah. Can you believe that? Uh, so worst timing ever. So uh, they couldn't do the ultrasound or the x-ray. So then we drive out to uh, uh, the... South Paws. South Paws in Fairfax, which is a, a big uh, emergency vet room. Um, so drive out there and then they take her in. And again, we can't go in. Um, wait there for a few hours and the doctors like we did x-rays no fractures no 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 broken bones uh, no they, internal bleeding no internal bleeding and they say uh, she's got a, a a wicked wound that that needs a ton of stitches uh, we're gonna stitch her up put her a on couple main, of them. A, a couple of them uh, her hind Paul is you know a, a little bit uh, a, a little bit you know bruised and battered but She's going to make a full recovery. Wow. It, it, the, the, the vet was like, this is the most amazing, uh, luckiest dog I've seen. Uh, it, was, it was absolutely crazy that uh, ultimately she's going to make a full recovery. She's at home now. Um, she's ha- limping around a little bit. Well, she's not really walking. Not really walking yet. But in just the two days she's been home, uh, you can see her continue to, to get you know, more energy and better. And, um, she kept us up all uh, late, uh, all uh, up last night. And maybe that's why I'm irritable too. Uh, so that was a sign that she's back to normal because she's yelping and barking and annoyed that she's bored. Uh, <laughs> so it was a crazy, uh, situation that, um, you know, we, we fortunately, I think we're, we're going to be okay from, but um, it was really scary, Docs, because it's like, you know, a sec- half a second, you know, sooner or later, she ends up under one of those wheels. Yeah. And the fact that she's hit by a pickup truck and it's high enough off the ground that she's she rolls underneath of it, doesn't get hit by a wheel and rolls out the back end of it was like, oh, my God. Yeah, uh, we crazy. felt like somebody was really looking out for us, for her. I mean, yeah. it was a horrible, horrible evening. And we didn't get a call about the, you know, her situation. It probably happened around 6 p.m. on Monday. We didn't get a call until about 11.30 p.m. that she was okay. Like what the x-rays were, what the ultrasound told us, anything like that. So it was a long period of waiting and fear and tears and everything else of like, you know, you're you're a dog owner. Like you're in charge of your dog. You're in charge of the health and well-being of your animal. And you know, we blame ourselves. Yep, it was no just doubt. awful. And so we just yep. feel so thankful and blessed that um, she's still with us and she's going to make a full recovery. Yep. Like it's, it's crazy. So we appreciate you and the audience uh, giving us a chance to, um, you know, it's therapeutic for us to talk about it, but it's all, it's all going to end well. So uh, we're going to be more careful around the Farley household. Uh, I'm going to be more careful around the Farley household. Um, but uh, all's well that ends well. So um, just wanted to give give you that update. Wow. Well, I'm glad she's okay. Well, she's going to be okay. That's crazy. Yep. All right. This podcast, of course, is sponsored by Pacers Running. Pacers Running with six area DC locations. Pacers Running is for every run. Our locations are now all open for appointments. Runpacers.com. You can book an appointment. Uh, we are open in D.C. and Virginia, 
and uh, appointments, 30-minute uh, appointments are happening. Uh, we are servicing customers. It's been a great experience so far. And again, cannot thank the uh, DC running community enough for your support through this time. And you've responded well from the from uh, the time we've been open as well. So it's been 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 great so far. Runpacers.com. Make an appointment uh, today. Also sponsored by Random Row Beer. You know my favorite Random Row is the Crown. Uh, it's it's a it's it's a great Mexican beer. It really is. It's Mexican it, lager. It's a Mexican lager that you know is refreshing. Uh, you can put a lime in it. You don't have to put a lime in it. It's it's genius. The Crown is my favorite, but we've got a, a ton of great other beers uh, from Random Row. Docs, what's your favorite? Well, my favorite is is uh, that they have right now is called the Maybach. It's not yours, Maybach. It's a <laughs> German style lager. Nice. And and I actually and- just I had a friend go down to Charlottesville over the weekend, and uh, he picked up some beer at Random Row for me. Uh, I, I placed the order online, and uh, his actually his wife went in and 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 picked it up because I think he was drunk for seventy two straight hours. But that's <laughs> a different story. Good for him. Yeah, that's a different story. Good for him. Together, um, and and they brought it back. So I I've got I've got a newly stocked Random Row beer in my house. Fantastic, Julie. Your favorite? I think the Crown. Crown, yeah, yeah. I, I think Crown is is winning the uh, the Farley household right now. But you can buy your beer uh, from Random Row, ColdCountrySalmon.com, ColdCountrySalmon.com. They will deliver it to you here in Northern Virginia and D.C. And if you're in Charlottesville, check Random Row out on Preston Avenue. All right, I wanted to get to some positive uh, news here, uh, Docs. I heard you being referenced on a podcast this past week now you told the audience about your uh the 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 virtual games that you played with tyson apostle uh last week uh and i guess you really made a you know a a serious impression on him and uh, i heard him on a podcast this week uh news af yeah a you know what af stands for i think i do was it sam for actual factual so they they <laughs> okay. they're not fake news. They're they're news. They're actual factual news. I I, I you know I, the kids say AF I think or AF is it AF or is it AF AF I don't know Julie what do the kids say you're all oh, your your AF AF okay uh, but but they're not referring to uh, actual factual but that's fine uh, that's a that's no a, that's a nice way of saying it yeah that's a tan that's a whole tangent here but. Uh, Docs was referenced on this podcast. Uh, they had Tyson Apostle on. Tyson Apostle, of course, is a survivor uh, participant, and Docs is, if if nothing else, Docs is a survivor expert. He is definitely a survivor expert. Well, um, and I'm going to play the I'm going to play the clip. I think Docs, and then I'll let you comment on it. Well, before before you play the clip, uh, I am a lot of other things, and I'm not a survivor <laughs> expert. But okay, you're not. Play that clip. <laughs> short story when we did that soundboard last year yes uh i i've been doing these game nights on saturdays playing with fans it's been like a ton of fun and that's the plug but uh one of our listeners docs he 
signed up and played game night and he said he had a he told us a story where he was thought i was present he's like i don't ever go on any spoilers i don't ever go on reddit i don't ever like really follow survivor twitter or anything so he's like i didn't know that 40 was happening and that you were gone he's like i just thought that you were given up on the podcast and he was like i was so mad at you and didn't understand (laughs) why rob just let you keep doing your thing where you were going to the bathroom and then not coming back or going to take care of Bergen and then just being gone. And then he's like, he was like, he was like, you weren't taking it seriously. He's like, I started to get really mad at you. Yeah. So people thought you were uh, like depressed or like going through something. (laughs) (laughs) It's so good, dude. So basically Rob could recreate know-how yeah but doc said now after he found out what was actually going on he said it was so genius and pure brilliance and was so excited mm-hmm. about it yeah. so all right your your name was used twice in that they said docs twice at least yeah uh and and he was was referenced and, and you were the he yeah about eight other times yeah um so uh, you know our audience probably isn't going to understand the geekiness of, of what he was, uh, but essentially he was describing, and I'll let you talk. I just want to set it up just a little uh-huh. bit here. He was essentially describing doing a podcast and not being there, like virtually doing a podcast. Like, you know, Julie would like to do this podcast, but right. she would like to not be here with us. So she would like to, you know. Wow. <laughs> do, do, I don't know be, all this about myself. This would be like perfect for her. Like if we could just have a sound clip of her saying, um, well, that's great. Or, hey, awesome. No. Or, um, you know, her. her <laughs> or laughing. Ju- yeah, we'll get, it, we'll get a laugh track, a Julie laugh track. And then we'll also have her saying, that person's from Georgetown. Right, right, right. So we just need those comments. And I can then we could just insert a, a knock on Farley too. Yeah, and then a knock on me, and 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 it'll take the audience a little while to catch on that she's actually just saying the same things over and over again, but they apply in so many different contexts. So uh, that's essentially what they were talking about. Uh, I'm feeling the- good about continuing and giving up two to two and a half hours of my life every week on the show. Plus you your prep. making me feel awesome. Plus your prep time. Um, but yes. Right. Um, so I want to I want to focus on, uh, you know, th- th- that was basically the, the, the geeky side of it. I, and we don't need to focus as much on that. And I, you know, and I will let you comment, I promise. But I, I do want to um, I want to talk about how that this guy Tyson is like you're relevant in this guy's Tyson's world and he is a relevant survivor member player part of the survivor community i mean you are getting closer to being on survivor I, i'm i'm getting closer than I'm ever. getting closer except none of this exposure is helping <laughs> <laughs> really no is the kai shy challenge helping you get closer <laughs> yes it is because uh i'm actually getting fit like if i if i if i made it onto the show i wouldn't be voted out for failing in all the challenges so, right, so exactly this, this is actually good for my survivor game but but Ty- tyson doesn't cast the show rob doesn't cast the okay. show so uh i think the chances of of uh you know getting in on that crap that that would be like uh you know somebody 
somebody getting close to your Clarendon store manager thinking that's going to get them on Pace the Nation. <laughs> right, right, right. That's true. All right. So so that so that's not the the end game necessarily for being on this podcast, News AF, but how cool was it that you were on the show? Dude, I I was so shocked. I was listening to the episode uh, at night while I was winding down. I had no idea that they were going to talk about me. And he mentions my name, and it like completely woke me up. I was like, "What?" It's awesome. And, and I listened to it, you know, a couple times. I went to bed. When I woke up in the morning, I actually thought, "I was like, was that real?" <laughs> right, right. It was. That it was. Funny. It was really weird. Yeah. And this, I mean, this show, they, they've been doing News AF for as long as we've been doing Pace the Nation, you know? So it was it was pretty right. wild to uh, listen to that podcast and have them drop my name. Uh, and even though I have this, this, uh, this feeling and I had this experience, forget it, I am not going to mention other people's names on our show. Right, right. Don't get any sort of uh, ideas here, listeners. You, you, you're, you're not going to get docs to drop your name. Um, I, I think um, we've had a uh, another uh, Survivor member on the on this show before. Um, yeah, Johnny Fairplay. We had Johnny Fairplay, um, but but Johnny Fairplay, you know, he was sort of villain. People really like this guy Tyson. It seems like T- Tyson is is. Uh well, Tyson is one of the most popular survivors of all time. Like uh, he has a ton of fans, but but he also uh, he he kind of is, or or at least was a villain his first time out, or or was edited okay. edited as a villain. So he, I actually identify him with with him uh, pretty well in that uh, you either love him or you hate him. And I, I know people like I know people hate me as well. So, like, I, <laughs> well, the Twitter poll, the the Twitter poll that we're putting out this week will define that. We'll, no, we'll I know, finally but, decide. But but I'm I'm serious. Like I, like you know, I, I mean, we've we've had some feedback in the past where people say I'm too hard on Farley or or my jokes aren't funny. Right, we have. I I can relate yep. to that. So which is why I, I identify <laughs> with Tyson so much. But, um, yeah, he he is more beloved. I, I, there's not very many people who are like, uh putting Johnny Fairplay I mean Johnny Fairplay like relishes the heel like he 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 yeah, he likes right. I think he's like into wrestling and he likes the the wrestling bad guys and stuff like that so yeah um but just mentioning John, Johnny Fairplay uh he is training for I've been uh, you know in contact with him on Twitter he's training for a half marathon so you know we did have him on the on the program um probably last year but he was training for the Asheville half marathon and he's um you know he he's he's a real supporter of Pacers so uh I'm I'm I just want to put it out there I'm a, I am a Johnny Fairplay fan yeah he he has fans I mean I'm not saying that he doesn't have fans but I'm saying that like Tyson would probably prefer to be liked but he doesn't uh care if you don't like him Johnny mm-hmm. Fairplay likes it when you don't like him. Don't like him, right? Um, so this was pre- pretty cool. But what's the? How do you? How do we capitalize on this? What's the next step? Is is Tyson Apostle our next uh, Pace the Nation interview? Like what, what? What do we do next? Well, um, I would be surprised if <laughs> if he would be on our show. But I guess we could ask him. 
Um, sure. He seems to be a fan of yours. He, yeah, yeah, but I think you know he probably probably doesn't like me. Uh, he he wants to be the funniest guy in the room, so you know that's going to be a Got little it. bit of a problem. That's going to be awkward um, when you are, because, yeah, because yeah, because I'm funnier than he is. Um, <laughs> right. I, I will also say like another thing they they have a face group they they have a Facebook group uh, for their podcast. And he's the moderator, and he talks about all the time that when they let people into the group, and then they immediately talk about their own podcast, he kicks them from the group. So, oh, really? So, <laughs> so I don't. That's really funny. Yeah. So I don't know if I like that. That that kind of talk is is very discouraging to for me to ask him to be on the show. <laughs> yeah. Good call. Yeah. All right. Know your audience. Good call. He 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 mentions you, and you're flattered, but. Probably the next move isn't to ask him to come on your podcast. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Very true. All right. Well, we've got uh, our web crawling sites. We'll find out when they mention you next. Uh, but that was that was really really cool. All right. Great show, guys. Episode two hundred and forty in the books. Thanks again to our guest today, Ross Martinson. He is an owner of Philadelphia Runner. Uh, joined us today. He does a lot of great stuff up there in Philly for the Philly uh, running community. He joined us today on Pace the Nation. Uh, you can follow Philly Run at Philly Run on Twitter for all the happenings up there in Philly. All right, another one in the books, guys. Two hundred forty. We're almost to. We're almost to a quarter of a thousand episodes did i say that right it's it's, it's crazy cool. that uh we've done 240 episodes i, I think what's, what's helped us with the longevity is is you and i being in separate rooms <laughs> i think it's helped all right that's william e docs for julie cully i'm chris farley this is space nation we'll see you next week <laughs>